For the first time tonight, the American public is learning what Robert Mueller found. He has not spoken in nearly two years, but tonight the evidence uncovered by Mueller and his team speaks for itself. It was President Trump's pick for attorney general who declared no obstruction of justice. But tonight, the Mueller report is hardly a clean bill of health, 448 pages long and a staggering amount of detail, far more damning to the president than the attorney general initially indicated. Counsel Robert Mueller driving into work, silent as he has been for nearly two years. But now his 448-page report is out, and it speaks volumes. Mueller tonight declaring, if we had confidence after a thorough investigation of the facts that the president clearly did not commit obstruction of justice, we would so state. Devil's Advocate Podcast is an opinion talk show and is the attempt of a few friends to have a reasonable conversation about current events without the vitriol that we've become accustomed to in today's modern political climate. TDAP is what happens when a few normal people sit down and discuss the week's top stories by having a rational and somewhat entertaining conversation. The goal of TDAP is to provide a forum for the listener to hear multiple perspectives on a myriad of topics instead of being bombarded with the same one-sided debates that we commonly get from news and media organizations. It is hosted by Brandon Condit, Mitchell Hernandez, and Franklin Everhart. It's imperative for Mr. Barr to make the full report public and provide its underlying documentation and findings to Congress. If the Justice Department doesn't release the whole report or tries to keep parts of it secret, uh, we will certainly subpoena uh, the parts of the report and we will reserve the right to call uh, Mueller or or, uh, to testify before the committee. Uh, But we'll only do that if necessary, obviously. If it turns out like we're hearing that there aren't going to be further indictments, uh, then number one, it does vindicate President Trump. But it also raises and gives credence to those claims that this was a witch hunt. He will release, I believe, and he has said this publicly, all that he can legally uh, put forward. And I think that is where we'll see this from. And Democrats are just going to have to understand that. Congress is going to need the underlying evidence because some of that evidence may go to the compromise of the president or people around him that poses a real threat to our national security. Justice Department uh, guideline is you don't release negative information about someone who is in charge. Right, and that's a guideline that I think we're going to fight. The facts and evidence here are likely to show a lot of criminality, a lot of wrongdoing and lawbreaking that is not indicted. I have said for a long time, I hope every word, every sentence, every paragraph of this report is released to the American people. If there's a single paragraph that is redacted, then people will point to that and say, yeah, but the collusion is in there. I'd like to see not only the report be made public, but how many tens of millions of taxpayer dollars were spent over nearly two years to meander around and, as you say, bully people uh, if there was no collusion. If you trust Mr. Mueller, as we've been told we should, and as I have said we should, and as our Democratic colleagues have said they do, then you should be able to trust the report given to Mr. Barr, not have to see all of this other underlying evidence that supports that report. The Department of Justice has taken the position that they will not indict a sitting president. So if there's information in here that shows that they would have indicted Donald Trump, then Congress is really the only institution now that could hold him accountable, so we need to get the full information.
All right. So this episode has been one that has been in the in the works for the whole two and a half years, right? Like this is the big one. Um, finally has some answers. <laughs> kind of, kind of, <laughs> but redacted yeah, but answers. Dewey. Redacted answers. So obviously the whole. Uh, the, the, this whole episode is pretty much going to be Mueller report. We'll break it down into a few sections. Um, we will do. We'll start off with collusion. We'll start. We'll just do it the way that it came out in the report. Right. The, yeah. We'll go through collusion first. We'll go through obstruction, um, and then if we we I don't know. I don't know how this. Should, I'm not sold on how I'm ending this episode yet. So maybe we'll have a rest of the week. Maybe not. But this is going to be a Mueller heavy. Um, episode. So I am here. I am joined here with Frank and Yo. by Frank and Jim. Uh, Mitch. Mitch is not here today. So we will go ahead and just uh, we'll just jump right into God, this. So yeah. fucking dense. It is Ford. Mitch or the report? <laughs> <laughs> the rep- Low blow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Low hanging fruit. I'll, I'll fill in for Mitch there. <laughs> there you go. Um, no, but it's like four, 448 pages, 450. 448 pages. A lot of it's in fucking pages. almost unreadable, dry. Lawyer speak. Yeah, a, uh, lot, a lot of it is very tough to read. It was and funny. It's nothing like Comey's book, which was It was funny, too, of a novel. once it finally got released that, like, you know, everybody is so... I, so I had to I had to calm down because for the last couple of weeks or for the last week I guess the the report's only been out for a week and a half at yeah. this point that we're recording. And we feel it's like we're getting out. this out late, but like yeah. everyone's still unpacking. But it. But I remember like I was kind of freaking out last week trying to schedule the recording for this episode. And we're like, we have to do this, we have to do it, and then it hit me on Thursday night that like, no, dude, it's now been seven days. Like we've been waiting for this for so long that it feels like it's been out forever. It hasn't at all. Um, well, then you're used to the so news cycle. I don't know. Right. Well, and what was hilarious was when it was released. That well, that's what I was going to bring up. Yeah. Do you, like, because I was at work, so I, on my computer, just opened up what, CNN, uh, MS, or, uh, CNN, Span, or whatever. I just kept jumping through all the yeah. networks. One of those major news networks. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of jumped through to see what they were all saying at different times, but they were all doing the same thing. When it was like, they're wait, we're waiting for it to be released. You know, here's Barr. We're waiting for it to be released. Here's and what he said. And then as soon as it was released. And they didn't have anything to say. They, no, so they had to. They had to read it. <laughs> they had so. to ad lib for like eighteen minutes, and they were like, "Well, someone read five pages. Let's go to them." It seems to say this. <laughs> yeah. They kept like, "All right, if you're following along at home, that's page four hundred and eighty-five. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ! It was. It like, was you think quite they funny. probably would have shut a bunch of interns in the rooms? Like, you have pages uh, X through X. Yeah. You have pages X through. X. Like, of course they. You have to think. Can you imagine fr- people frantically reading to silence? Like that's like they're all tense and they're all doing it very quickly. Yeah. But there's no one speaking. Well, well do, you, do you remember uh, the House of Cards episode? Whenever they were writing the education bill, there was like five interns. They locked them in a room yeah, for five just, days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing but pizza boxes and yeah. PO coming out at the end. Yeah, that's that's how this that's how this one seemed to play out. It was funny though because it was it was funny to watch the news fall over itself with nothing. At all, because of course you you would have to read it to know what to say. So to go yeah. straight to the cameras and be like, "Well, so it, I don't know what time exactly it was released. This Eleven is the o'clock title. or something." <laughs> yeah, so I, I was listening from you know Barr's speech from at nine until like end of work at like four or five, pretty much all day. And they were only at the very end of the day starting to unpack like stuff that hadn't already been covered previously. Yeah, they by were, the New York Times by you know. I mean, whoever. I'm I'm actually kind of glad that it took us a. Uh, well, a week and a half to sit down and do this episode because now we've had more time to 
gather a little bit more of what's in there and digest it and kind of see how it compares to see how everyone's using it for their political base you because know, that's what it. we knew that would be the case yeah. um and that's exactly what they're doing Apologies, too, if my children are coming in behind us. I have a feeling they might be. They're upset be. about the Mueller report, too. Yeah, it, it sounds like it. So it's almost <laughs> it's almost bedtime in studio land. So, um, so yeah, that, that should stop soon. <laughs> if it, if it, and if not. Can't soundproof kids, man. Fuck you. Can't deal with this. It. Can't, can't. I'm not Mitch. I don't, I don't kick people off planes for having kids, so I'm just going to let them continue to <laughs> Wait, play. what? Oh, you missed that episode. We'll. We'll talk on the breaks. Um, <laughs> let's go through this. So here's what's interesting to me. I know that the popular opinion here from liberals or the popular s- sentiment here from liberals is probably like, well, yeah, they, as far as collusion is concerned, remember, we're going to, we're just stick to collusion for now. Um, yeah, well, he, he was being used. He was a dummy. He was uh, being fed like, information they stole right. that's without how, knowing that you know their goal. That's how they justified the fact that there was no charge brought. Um, well, there's there would never be a charge for collusion. No, it would be conspiracy. And and Mueller yeah. uh, points that out like in the first sentence of the. It's like within the first paragraph um, of the report itself that like. The media has been calling this collusion. That's the popular lingo. Mm. Um, yeah, well, it's a hot word, and they right. grabbed onto it and which, never let go. Which we've been we've been saying for two years. They're like, "Hey, we, duh." It's well, if conspiracy. it gets pounded down our throats long enough, but it's just like how the diction uh, Merriam-Webster is starting to recognize that nuclear here, is <laughs> a popular pronunciation, because, even though it's not right. Because people are stupid. Um. So here's here's where we I live go. in a city where people people say fur I, when they mean for. So <laughs> yeah, F I R. I wanna I wanna push back though on um, that idea that oh they were they were just Russian patsies that didn't know what they were doing. They clearly knew what the fuck they were doing. Well, the Mueller report says that at one point that they suspected like they thought this would only help them that they're you know yeah explicitly but that the quick Trump- question when it comes to calling a conspiracy you got to label a conspiracy of something okay so it would be what well, would it be conspiracy uh, or two conspiracy two cons- yeah conspiracy to no like a hack well i mean it'd be uh i guess essentially it, like it, maybe that's the problem yeah <laughs> um well i mean knowing about a crime and not report like that is a crime the right? thing, like, well what they were knowing doing about the hacking of emails what and they were doing espionage. was plain and simple they were they what they thought they were doing is they thought that they were getting information against their political opponent and they like you're never going to convince me that they thought that this shit was okay when we go through these points like you, they're hiding it like they know that they're not supposed to be talking to another government like okay um, so so that's that's where the chili meets the cheese is that it's another government because candidates do this every single election cycle conspiracy against their uh their opponent right but not it's from es- foreign es- entities it's really espionage against their opponent right yeah, but, but this, yes but this goes yeah, I, know. I i understand the, yeah. the sentiment muckraking is a long tradition and i understand it's rooted in that's, politics but i think this is different because they're but this goes through in especially whenever it's they, a geopolitical and opponent it, and yeah. it's also not just like digging uh digging up public information this is hacking this is a crime well and the Mueller report Breaking proves into- that they thought 
that they were talking to a spy, whether they were right or wrong for that. They thought that they were talking to a spy. They thought they were giving like and getting information. For- the only reason that I could see this, like a charge sticking would be like if they specifically paid for, like if they can prove that they paid for or at least had a hard ask of hacking Hillary's email. Well, let's- like if they, if they had that, then there'd be a charge. Well, and we don't necessarily know because when it comes to everything that involves WikiLeaks, it's all involves Roger Stone and it's all redacted. Yep. Everything is redacted there. Um, there's the other, the, like the 14 ongoing investigations. There's 14 ongoing investigations. And of I'm those, I was going to say though, usually when something historically speaking, when something is redacted, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, especially when your buddy, not, would, not even that it's top secret. It's just, Showing yeah. that the government did some shitty shit. Yeah. Um, so the um, so let's go through a couple of these points. Um, the Mueller report summary of major findings. The redacted Mueller report documents a series of activities um, that show evidence of collusion, um, or more precisely, I mean, again, evidence of collusion not being a chargeable crime, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it more precisely provides significant evidence that the Trump campaign associates coordinated with, cooperated with, encouraged, or gave support to Russia slash WikiLeaks um, in election interference activities. This is from justsecurity.org, whatever. This is a biased article, but I'm not interested in that. What I'm interested in is these bullet points. One, these are all proven in the Mueller report. Um, one, Trump was receptive to a campaign national security advisor t- t- pursuit of a back channel to Putin. This was George Papadopoulos. George Papadopoulos was charged with crimes that in, that he was charged with lying to Congress, right? Yeah. Um, the Let's see. And to the... Kremlin operate operatives provided the campaign with a preview of the Russian plan to distribute the stolen emails um, at uh, March 30th. That is really close to what I was just asking about. Yeah. It is really close. At a March 31st, 2016 meeting of the campaign's foreign policy advisory group, one of the advisors, George Papadopoulos, brought up a potential meeting with Russian officials in quotes and told the group that he learned from his contacts in London that Putin wanted to meet Trump at the meeting. Trump was interested and receptive to the idea of setting up a meeting with Putin in late April, 2016, a Russian operative did not simply reveal to Papadopoulos um, that they had derogatory information on Clinton in the form of thousands of emails. The Kremlin operative previewed their plan for anonymous release of the information to help the Trump campaign. Um, and that to me is the most damning part of the whole thing is that not only did Russia think it would be better for them to Trump for Trump to win, but Trump thought it would be better to cooperate or at least like not report the fact cuz other people have been offered like it's happened throughout history that people have offered dirt on their opponent from uh other countries and they've usually gone to the FBI because it's right. more of a breach of security than anything. And that's what they should be fucking concerned about, or you would think they would be. Um, yeah, I mean, and they, 
what did they say? The Trump campaign chairman and deputy chairman Paul Manafort and Rick Gates knowingly shared internal polling data and information on battleground states with a Russian spy, and the campaign chairman worked with the Russian spy on a pro-Russia peace plan for Ukraine. So that's not how do you like? How does that not spell out quid conspiracy? Pro quo? Yeah, <laughs> like you you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Now, what I will say is, if you read the first page like so the Mueller report was released as at least the way it was released to us from the justice department was in two volumes right the first one was on collusion the second one was on obstruction um when you look through it to me it is hard to not see what they were looking for if you look at the first couple of pages it says we're not going to apply the justice department rules we're not going to indict a sitting president for the fear that it would undermine the executive office. Well, I mean, I honestly think it. Yeah, it probably would. It probably would, but at this point in this culture, well, that's literally the only thing. If, if that's the only way you can impeach a president, though. So yeah. then we basically, with this, have decided. Like, and I'm not saying Bob Mueller so decided it. I'm just I saying guess this th- is now just going to be status quo. No such thing as impeachment because it undermines the office of the president apparently so the president like, is just that's above the, point. the law You're right. that's the point <laughs> yeah well i mean no but i understand the if point they are about wor- the, if they like, are deemed worthy of undermining because i brought up the point that i don't think any president is uh every president has blood on their hands in my opinion like i don't think you you can find a president that didn't end up killing people or you know in some way or is responsible for some kind of crime so I do understand, like, not being able to just arrest every – because the president has to be able to decide to send troops somewhere to die and make those hard decisions. So I understand that point of not being able to – like, they're above the rules that normal people would have to follow. But there is a line in there, right, that you – Well, you would think that the line, though I, – I think what – I don't understand the idea – so this only – this doesn't – this actually doesn't speak to impeachment. So like impeachment could still happen. I guess that's the other check, but because this is basically the FBI and the DOJ saying that we're not going to indict a sitting president because the legal battle would undermine the presidency. I think the idea, at least the way they wrote it is that like having to have like the president having to have a legal defense and like be a part of ongoing litigation during the presidency would take away from his ability to make those decisions. Um, and, and, but so, so Congress could still impeach him and, and do everybody the favor of allowing that legal process to like, I mean, right. It's a very do the similar, DOJ a, a favor. very similar to the Nick, what happened with Nixon that he, they didn't bring charges against him for, you know, uh, no, you know, abetting in a crime of breaking and entering or any of this other stuff can, and trying to cover it up, but they did force him to resign. The problem is, the layout of the Senate was different back then. We yes. don't have nearly as much of a chance of that happening no. with Trump's iron grip on McConnell. Right. And so because the Congress is going to play to Trump instead of act as a check on Trump, then the DOJ pretty much has the final call here. And if the DOJ- We're so so rooted in, in partisanship these days, man. Well, and the DOJ is headed by a guy who got the job of attorney general by writing in, what, a— 11? Uh, 11-page letter essentially saying the president is above the law, and this is laying out what he would do. Yeah. It was a resume in the form of an an op-ed. Right. And then the other guy, Rod Rosenstein, who just resigned today, um, doesn't look to be, like, any any better of an independent judge of what, you know. No. 
especially considering the fact that we get the summary the, uh, a month before we got the report. Right. And the summary left out a lot. It left and, out everything. Yeah. It only said it only made the, the determination that there would be that there was no collusion um and no obstruction as per Bill Barr, not as per Bob Mueller. So like it really didn't do anything. Um, or it spun, say anything. It spun the narrative for a month that no collusion, no obstruction is what Trump was saying. You it know? successfully made sure that because I I'm not through. I've got I actually have the physical version of the Mueller report in four binders here, and um, I'm through one and a half of them. Um, I'm not through the entire thing, but what it did was it made it it made me less rushed to do it because like. In the same way that it made a million other people decide, ah, I know what happened. Like, I know what conclusion I'm going to get to. So if I don't finish it today, okay, nothing's going to change. I'll still get to the details tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think oh, yeah. that I think that there are um, that there are a lot of people out there that may have been interested in the result or the decision, but then when it was handed to us that way, it was just kind of like, okay, well, nothing happened. Nothing to see here. There's a fucking lot to see here. Um, the Trump campaign chairman periodically shared internal polling data with the Russian spy and with the expectation that it would be shared with Putin-linked oligarch Oleg, some Russian name. Yeah. I'm not going to try. Um, and the Trump campaign chairman expected Trump's winning the presidency would mean that that guy um, would want to use Manafort's would want to use Manafort to advance uh, Russian interests in the United States and elsewhere. Yeah, but I mean oligarchs. I mean, when you use the term oligarch, it really just means super rich person from Russia, and what that really means is Putin's well, friend. Yeah, Putin has been robbing his oligarch is just lifelong politician. It doesn't it, matter. It is, but I mean, like, Putin it doesn't is, matter what happens. They're always a politician. Yeah, Putin has been robbing his country blind for years in order to make billionaires of his friends and his political allies to keep. An, uh, that's how he's able to keep fucking hold of that country. And it, I mean, we're, I mean, anytime they see oligarch, it's really you know someone who Putin is. I mean, cl he's close with anybody yeah, I mean, like there that's the, super rich. Because I mean, he jails or kills the, anybody the communist, that he doesn't like. The communist Soviet Union never really went away. The crimes against humanity did. Yeah. I just kicked. Who kicked the mic? Everybody else got uh, like just dang. enough to live, and then some people got ahead. But for the most part, yeah, they're just. What 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 did uh what did they what was the word used today? Klep, a kleptogarch or something like that. Uh, a klep. You got a me. Kleptomat. I'm not no. gonna try that. I've I've seen that word. It's um. It's basically just a politician that steals from their people yeah. for themselves. Yeah. I can use a kleptomat. So you want to jump to the Trump Tower meeting because that was one that we all. That we talked about well, quite a bit. Okay, so someone brought up the fact that, like, um, the, the report was somewhat softened by the fact that most of the stuff in it would have been damning if it had all come out at once, this big report, like Clinton's had. All the juicy details were in one report, and no one got to see it until the moment it was released. Yeah, this Internet leaked, servers went down. This leaked the, for two years. Journalists did such a thorough job, for the most part. That we knew almost everything in this report. We just got well. We got we got it all confirmed. We got it all confirmed, but we have a lot more. There's now, a lot more. Like, but had all of this been new and all of this not been reported by Maggie Haberman of the yeah. New York, all these you know journalists who've won awards, 
it had all been like fresh and new and like, oh my God, this would have been the end of Trump. But I think the fact that it trickled out over two years, people are getting numb to it because it's just scandal after scandal after scandal. I can agree with that statement. Yeah. So in the Trump Tower meeting, probably the re- the biggest reason why only five percent of America is going to attempt to read this. Yeah. I think right. Um, but I think that there is like there's stuff here that I, in the Trump Tower meeting that I didn't know. I mean, I knew bits and pieces of the Trump Tower meeting, but I didn't know every every little detail on how it related back to the what seemed to be certain parties ultimate goals um so the trump tower meeting uh, on receiving an email offering derogatory information on clinton uh coming from a russian government official donald trump appears to have accepted that offer members of the campaign discussed the trump tower meeting beforehand and donald trump jr told the russians during the uh, uh meeting that trump could revisit the issue of the Mag- magnet Magnitsky? Uh, Magni- Magnitsky Act. Magnit- <laughs> that's the one that uh, Putin especially hates. That's what's doing his country the most harm in the international trading mm-hmm. because it's like the strictest restrictions on their imp- – like the some of the worst tariffs we have on them and stuff. And it really does – like he's been – has his goal to get rid of that. He's been working on that for fucking – since it's been put in place. Yeah. The report says that Rob Goldstone passed along an offer purportedly from a Russian government official that Trump Jr. appears to have accepted that offer and have arranged a and have arranged a meeting to receive those materials on June uh, 9th, two thousand sixteen. That's in quotes. The representatives of the Trump campaign met in Trump Tower with a Russian attorney expecting to receive derogatory information about Hillary Clinton from the Russian government. Uh, members of the campaign discussed the meeting before it occurred, and Michael Cohen recalled that Trump Jr. may have told the candidate Trump may have told candidate Trump about an upcoming meeting to receive adverse information about Clinton without linking the meeting to Russia. At the June 9th meeting, the Russian delegation raised the issue of overturning the Magnitsky Act, um, a statute that imposes financial sanctions. In response. Trump Jr. suggested that the issue could be revisited when the can when and if the candidate was elected. Um, the Mueller report notes significant discrepancies in what the Russian lawyer told Congress about the purpose of that meeting and the body of other information available to the special counsel's office. So, is anybody else bothered by the fact that it was Donald Trump Jr. that allegedly accepted that? I'm <laughs> like, why is he, why is he meddling in, in national security? Why yeah. is Jared Kushner? Why are, why are any of these people? Because their dad's a billionaire. I don't understand how that qualifies someone because for they're, international affairs. Their dad's a billionaire and the electorate is trolls. That's why. Mm. Like, <laughs> sorry, fuckers. Get out and vote <laughs> the right way. <laughs> um, Brandon 2020. Brandon 2020. I mean, that's how I voted in 2016. It didn't do me any You wrote good. your own name in. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> you are your own POTUS. Yeah. Uh, a Trump campaign official told the special counsel that he felt obliged to object um, to a GOP platform change on the Ukraine because it contradicted Trump's wishes. However, the investigation did not establish that Gordon was directed by, by Trump. Tr- yeah. Yeah. Although there are a lot of times when the report does say Trump was directing people. Russian military I'm gonna, hackers. I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate on oh, Trump Jr. real quick. If that were Chelsea Clinton yeah, in, no that posi- shit. in that position, how many more people do you think would have freaked out over that? 
that it, that it well, was the, Cl- about, the Clinton kid what if having it was, fingers in national security. What if it was Michelle Obama? And, and they or, fucked up that bad. Like yeah. anybody from the Obama family. I think women especially though are going to get it worse because they're going to get scrutinized for being the son or the parent of, or the child of a famous person, and they're going to get the sexism on top of it. And it's just it, yeah, it would be just a lot. I have worse. the problem with the child of a famous person. Period. Yeah. It doesn't qualify you. We should kill them all. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Looking at you, Frank Sinatra Jr., just because your dad was famous doesn't mean you can be. Uh, okay. Russian military hackers may have followed Trump's public statement. Russia, if you're listening, within hours by targeting Clinton's personal office. That was the Russia, if you're listening, maybe you can find the 30,000 emails. Yeah. yeah, and then five hours later, they started uh, yeah, it says when, trying to... When candidate Trump said on July 27, 2016, Russia, if you're listening, I hope you find 30,000 emails. As one example, um, Trump's comments were tantamount to treason. No, this is an opinion. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was a stretch. Many interpreted, yeah, that was somebody that worked for the Bush administration. Sorry, I'm like picking and choosing sentences here. I don't want to read you the whole body because if I did, then you wouldn't go read the report. And you need to not be part of the five percent or be part of the five percent. But essentially, whichever way that works. Yeah, what they essentially said was they cannot prove that they were working in tandem. That you know, and Trump claims he said it in jest, and there is really no, you know, yeah. the more that all of his accidental slip ups. Yeah, yeah, they're all they're all just jokes. Within approximately five hours of Trump's statement, GRU uh, targeted for the first time Clinton's personal office. For the first time, Trump personally asked campaign affiliates to find the missing Clinton emails, an initiative that involved an individual saying that he contacted Russian hackers. Michael Flynn recalls that Trump made this request repeatedly. So it's almost like because it was on television, they were like, they all saw dollar signs, like, yes, we're going to go do this because they're going to pay us for it. Yeah. I mean, that, and then, yeah, because it could be a case where both sides were looking independently and they didn't know that, I don't know. I, even if they didn't know the fact that, like, so, Russia could so easily question. do this. Like, you shouldn't be asking a foreign government to spy on your political opponent and get away with it. That should be the end of someone's political career. The big question is, are they that gullible? And bloodthirsty businessmen at the same time or are they knowingly messing around with a, one of our biggest geopolitical adversaries just to win either one is horrifying because either they're evil or they're stupid and I don't really want either one to be true because it doesn't make you feel good about what's happening in the leadership right now because there's been reports now where uh, I don't know if it's covered in this but uh, that like which been it's been confirmed several times, but there are more reports that Trump has been asking people to do illegal stuff that he just mm-hmm. they just well, outright deny, and it, it comes up here. But I think there's even more examples recently. That following leaked. following Trump's request, Flynn contacted two people: Barbara Ledeen and Chuck Grassley, or I'm sorry, a staffer to Chuck Grassley and Peter Smith. Um, Ledeen provided updates to Flynn throughout the summer of 2016 in an email to Smith Ledeen wrote the person I described to you would be happy to talk with you either in person or over the phone the the person can get the emails which one were classified and two were purloined by our enemies 
Um, Ladine also wrote that she thought the Clinton email server was in all likelihood already breached and that the Chinese and Russian and Iranian intelligence servers could reassemble the email content. Smith rejected Ladine's proposal, but proceeded with his initiative for which he raised tens of thousands of dollars in quotes. Um, he told others involved in that effort, including the funders that he was, that he was in contact with hackers with ties to affiliates with ties and affiliates to Russia who had access to the emails and that his efforts were coordinated with the Trump campaign. Smith's also claimed to have knowledge of WikiLeaks internal decision making in his email communications with other apprised of his efforts. Efforts. <laughs> Jeez. Put more effort into saying efforts. No shit. Um, I don't know how you don't get to conspiracy here. Like, I can keep reading. I can go through the whole fucking first 200 pages of the report. I don't know how you don't get to conspiracy here. And I think it's a dangerous precedent to set that we are not going to... We're not going to charge a president while he's in office. If the... If so, I mean, part of the reason that he's in office is because he was doing shit to undermine the institutions. Yeah. So do you, you think yep. this? Does, I mean, we're we're on the conspiracy it's part a double now. Standard. Do you think this lays out a, a good enough case for conspiracy? You're. I say, I say yeah. I think it's pretty damning. I think, and I think, I think they that tried it, to spin it for a month, but I don't think it. Did I think shit it's to laughable actually... to think that to for the for the fucking um, message that the right is pounding. They're pounding their fucking drums to that. The fucking there's no collusion, no obstruction. Yes, there is. There's no charge, but it's there. Just like when fucking Hillary Clinton acid washed her goddamn uh, server, we weren't fooled by it. Something's there. Like, but we have no proof of a. Cr- we have so much proof. There's you know, so if, much if it looks like a duck. Evidence. If it looks like a duck. <laughs> Well, Mitch would tell you that it's on fire and you're fucking retarded. So what's the, <laughs> if it looks like a duck, it's a chicken. Yeah. What, what's the other scenario? Like, they were completely ignorant of this. They did, like, Trump's thing. Trump's remarks were just jest. They were jokes. They didn't know Russia was, like, out there, like, oh, we can start doing it now. And then people will think he was working with us. Like, they were planning the whole thing, you know, with Trump's campaign in the dark. You know, I don't even. All this, is that, is that the best even, case scenario for Trump at this point? I wouldn't even think that. I wouldn't even play around with the terms that they're just stupid. I just think they don't care. Like, they just think they can get away with it. I think I mean, they, they've been, on, they they've been on that end of society for so long that they've just gotten away with freaking everything. Yeah. yeah. Are they not kind of getting away with it, though? Because, like, they are. no one's, I mean... Yeah, they for are. For the most part, the Trump family's not being touched. The people around them are going down. And, you know, we're going to see what happens with Manafort Some of the people, fucking... but only the patsies, really. Michael Cohen, like, I've, Paul Manafort, like, Papa I've never, I've never been... Th- that's tr- not... I've never been a Trump hater. I want this country to succeed. I'm not going to sit here and just, you know, root against him for the sole purpose that I don't like him. He's saying he's but not going to be me. He, That's what he means to say. He <laughs> is not doing a good job with this country. No, he's not. He is not doing a good job. And while the like people will point to fucking the economy and GDP and whatever. Like, woo, he got like, one thing right. Yeah. There's a lot of other things that he is not doing well, and they all involve the ins- undermining the institutions or our national security, and that scares the fuck out of yeah, me. Yeah, man. Um, and especially if because of all that, that there's a favor that he's that there's a favor card that Putin is sitting on. Yeah. 
I don't want to know what that favorite card is. Nope. So, uh, what do you think about like the Democrats at this point? So I've I've heard like, I here's you, the here's the thing, man. I like, do you think they're like because some of them are coming out and saying there's obvious collusion. I know Nancy and I think have I think there's one hundred percent between this section of the report and then the the next section on uh on obstruction. I think there's one million percent reason to impeach him. I don't think, think it's that, a good political move. And you don't think the Democrats will get behind it for that very reason? I don't. I wouldn't get behind it for that reason. Like, I honestly, like, I like, think there's a, I think you have more than enough to remove him from office. But, but with do, you, it, do you think that within the de- redacted information that there is a piece of evidence that proves beyond the shadow of a doubt? Yes. Yeah, I think it's Roger Stone. I think it's fucking WikiLeaks. Like, I you think know, yeah, they the, know... The guy the, that made yeah. a video with a dog saying Roger Stone did nothing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I think so what do, you, do you think it's just coincidence every, that Julian Assange is now being extradited to the UK where he might face extradition to the United States? Do you think that's coincidental timing that parts of the Wiki, most of the WikiLeaks stuff is redacted and then he's... I mean, he's been there for, like, seven years. Mm-hmm. Longer than Trump's been president, it much w- longer. It's weird, though, that, like... The, it's hard not to see that timing that is, is, like... That guy's a literal human pinball. Yeah. Slow-motion pinball with it's, that guy's life. It's, it's a slow-motion car wreck. It's weird, though, <laughs> to think that he wouldn't have, like, under Obama, been hauled out of there and... Well, like, I mean, they kind of had to wait for Ecuador to get tired of him and kick him out of the embassy, or at least talk them into it. But yeah. I don't know, like... I haven't heard anything about tr- Trump. Has been very quiet, quiet about Assange, and I'm wondering if that's going to be would. a part of it. Like if I, he gets pulled in and testifies, he talks or, about everything. Yeah, but fucking, if that's true, then Assange is still. I don't see Assange fucking. Uh, He's not quiet about a single part of his life. No, and if Assange, if it comes down to, well, he's quiet about him, his taxes. If it comes down to him being the guy who's going to put Trump away or being the guy who's going to get pardoned by Trump, he's going to be the guy that gets fucking pardoned by Trump. If there is actually a like if there's something that like if I'm going like way way to the this like if there are DMs between Assange and Trump's personal If there's Twitter. a fucking email out there, yeah, that's like, "Hey, Jules, um do this fucking I, yeah, I, I love think, the idea that, that you think. Tr- I love the idea that you think Trump calls Julian Assange Jules. Hey, Jules. <laughs> Brandon had one beer for this episode. That's not true. It is totally true. Um, I think you refer to him. I think you refer to him as like Assange because he mispronounced his last name. I don't know. I don't. I I do think though that if there's something there that that Assange would get pardoned if there's something if they were like working together but I don't think they were but I do think that Trump was talking to Stone and Stone was talking to Russians knowing that he was talking to Russians through WikiLeaks and that they were co- coordinating those drops that's what I believe this probably happened penguin. Well, it's hard not to see that as you know like five hours after Trump says that they start hacking Hillary's email server. Three hours after the Billy Bush grabber by the pussy tape drops, they they dump Hillary's email as a distraction. Like, yeah. it's hard not to see that as a coordinated effort, right? Yeah, and it might not be. It might have been they were like, again, like we don't have to have Trump on our side. We just have to make it appear that Trump was on our side to sow enough doubt. But like, in either well, way, it's horrible what, though. Like, there's no winning scenario for us. That's one of the one of the points in this article that's made by the 
writer of the article um, is that the like the Trump Tower meeting itself they thought that they were going to get information. They didn't because a lot of times what they said, what the Mueller report concluded was that like, well, this falls right into the way Russia does this type of thing. Like if Russia was going to reach out to another country to see if they could do something that like, they wouldn't come with the, they would offer up, Oh, we've got the goods and then just come with like a little taste of it or something to see if you're going to turn around and tell your feds or like So there are people who are caught gonna, with right. stolen emails in a fucking So the idea foreign country. So the idea may never have been we actually have anything. It may have been once this meeting is discovered, you're going to be fucked because you're going to be explaining it. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're and doing. And then like I I could totally see them them hearing Trump make that joke and being like start attacking your server now. You know, the moment Trump gets yeah. in trouble, release stuff because they wanted him to win. Yeah. I don't necessarily well, and, think Trump well, even had exactly, to know about it. He would, he would but have I had to know they, that they had the power to do it, though. No, oh, Trump, yeah. But I don't know what Trump fucking... He thinks you only have so much energy in your body and that if you exercise, it wears down, guys. He thinks he's the youngest man, the youngest, youngest man ever. That's That's what he thinks. And he thinks Biden's old. Just throwing it out there. That's my phone that's vibrating how over much, there. Okay, like, Jesus. I think you set on a vibrator or How something. much of this is a real belief in, them, <laughs> like, what is it that you just can't shut the fire hose off? What do you mean? What he says. Oh, yeah, you can't. No, you can't. But that's got to be the greatest. Or Pretty is sure. it both? I, like, I actually <laughs> he sometimes. He believes it in and you can't shut the I fire hose off. I actually sometimes think Or did he lie so much in his life as a I think jerk been, of a businessman <clears throat> that he just I, doesn't know the, I think he's the been difference between truth and false. I think false. he has dementia. He, he and, is, well, maybe, but he's been surrounded <laughs> by yes-men for 60-something years. I mean, told that he's always I right. I think he thinks he's acting in a movie about playing the president. I think he's a... <laughs> I That's think, what I think. I think more logically, he's probably a pathological liar that was surrounded by yes men that just enforced it and made it worse to the point where I think if he says it, he think it may it may b- make him believe it's true. Yeah, like it just be, like I think why he, is this real life? But I think he can almost <laughs> justify anything he said of oh this is what I really meant or this you're taking it literally or you know. What's he'll sucks? never admit he was wrong. No, like that's just not what he does. What sucks for us too is that like we're gonna spend however long his presidency is trying to fucking analyze how the fuck we got here and how, how these things are the things that we're debating. And then when it's over, I like, unless something fucking crazy and unprecedented happens, like when it's over, I think America is just going to fucking forget and go right back to, and that's actually to pre Trump. And that kind of scares me too, because we should not fucking forget this. And taking it back to that. actually, I don't think we'll forget it. Well, that actually brings me back. To I don't the, think I don't think we're done yet either, man. Yeah. I, well, that's what the Mueller report is for. Like it, they even say, like you can't indict the sitting president. What this is is a roadmap of what happened in 2016 and the election interference. So, like, because what we know about everything is always told by historians and you know, and, and investigators and you know the people who've researched this shit. And that's what he did. Like he laid out a definitive. This is what happened. This is all the information we have. And we can't say what everyone was thinking in their head, every decision no, they make. They also said well, we can lay out a hell of a case that the people can decide when we're not so biased, right. or when you're two generations removed and you don't care about yeah. Trump and Hillary. I don't think the bias is ever going to go away. I think eventually, thirty years from now, yeah. no one's going to give a fuck about Trump. No, because here's the thing: I I agree with that, Frank. Because I agree, it's going to take longer, Jim, than normal. Like I think that we are not 
The people who are for Trump are going to be for Trump for a long time, and the people who are against Trump are going to be against Trump for a long time. But it's going to become the weird grandpa that, like, rants about Trump, and the kids are like, yeah, shut the fuck up. It was 40 years ago. Like, I hated George W. Bush as much as I hate Donald Trump, and now realize that that was fucking ridiculous. Like, George George W. Bush, while I I still don't think— Doesn't even hold a grain of salt to the level of ridiculousness. Yeah. like I mean, a line get us into a war, which is something Trump hasn't done yet. So, I mean, the, the, the scale of evil shit to evil shit is hard yeah, to balance. Yeah, but Trump doesn't get us into war because that was Trump just fucking money. turns his goddamn cheek the other way. I don't well, see no, that there was a good Trump excuse, literally doesn't but then get us the into reason war. that it drug on for his entire presidency was money. Yeah. yeah. Trump literally doesn't get us into a war because the, pe- the generals and the people in charge of the real shit won't follow his orders because they know what it would do. But then Afghanistan continued all the way through Obama. Yeah. 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 And the biggest answer to that, and this is a whole other rabbit hole, but I'll just say it right now, is the military-industrial complex. Yeah. I mean, and you can see even liberals aren't immune to that. I think Republicans are a little more, tend to be Dude, a little more friendly. you can't even stop to, it. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's their own entity. Yeah. There's an argument that that's what got JFK killed. You're trying but to that's another rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. You, I, I, won't, I won't pull that tangent today. Um. It'll be a bonus episode with Jim where he, we just talk about conspiracy theories just, all day long. Just let this will be your segment. <laughs> <laughs> just do it according to not Jim Belushi. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe special counsel Mueller is a person to be respected. I'm very concerned about the statements made by Attorney General Barr. I think that they undermine uh, our Constitution. Uh, They undermine the role of the Attorney General. He is not the Attorney General of Donald Trump. He is the Attorney General of the United States. First to observe, Attorney General Barr appears to have shown an unsettling willingness to undermine his own department in order to protect President Trump. Barr's words and actions suggest he has been disingenuous and misleading in saying the President is clear of wrongdoing. The Attorney General's decision to withhold the full report from Congress is regrettable, but no longer surprising. I don't trust Barr, I trust Mueller. Let us see the report. It's no use speculating on it. Uh, The fact is, is that this president has engaged in activities that are unethical, uh, un-American in terms of taking babies out of the arms of their moms, unpatriotic, I mean, in every way, he is unfit to be president of the United States. Does that make it, is that an impeachable offense? Well, it depends on what we see in the report. Barr has so far refused to work with the committee to provide us with information, the kind of information that has been customarily provided in the past and to which the Judiciary Committee is entitled. It is clear the Special Counsel's Office conducted an incredibly thorough investigation in order to preserve the evidence for future investigators. The Special Counsel made clear that he did not exonerate the President, and the responsibility now falls to Congress to hold the President accountable for his actions. Congress must get the full, unredacted report, along with the underlying evidence uncovered by Special Counsel Mueller. Congress requires this material in order to perform our constitutionally mandated responsibilities. Uh, The uh, 
reason that the Attorney General and others are saying that he hasn't been perhaps indicted is because they don't believe a president should be indicted and, and the Constitution has provided another route. That would be impeachment. My view is that impeachment is very divisive in the country and when we see what we need to see, it may be imperative that he be impeached. Uh, but up until then, he's not worth it. this episode I actually will go in and put uh, the links to these articles in the in the show notes, show notes um, because I do think that you should go through them we on for the last segment we went through 10 of the 14 bullet points and yeah so there are there are a couple more on there um, a couple more that get into WikiLeaks a little bit more so we'll put the link in the show notes so you can check those out read the rest of it I suggest just reading the report itself also side note there's a little bit of bias in that article when you see it just ignore it move on because it is pretty factual yeah I, yeah i mean it's got one the, little piece of bias doesn't mean you throw the whole thing out yeah and you it, it's broken down into sections where you can tell when the author is authoring and you can and then there's the whole report section which is the substance of the article so fuck the f- few paragraphs with an attitude yeah, like or if, with if, a, if with you a, want your cliff notes yeah. This is your cliff notes. Yeah. So, and in this uh, time article that I'm about to read, we will also put in in the because I think this one is has a good breakdown too. So, we go into obstruction of justice and the case four. Again, if you start on the first couple of pages of volume two of the Mueller report, um, which was on the obstruction of justice, it again states that we are not going. We're not interested in an indictment here. We're just going to lay the evidence out. So again, we were never, we were never going to get a charge here either. Although they make quite a damning fucking case against against Trump for obstructing a, multiple investigations. I feel, I feel like that statement is just so anticlimactic, and what do you I mean? feel like it does it, like the statement just. I don't know if it's a cover your ass for him or what to say I don't that know. to it, say it, that they're not going to do anything. It feels highly disappointing. It feels here's why it like feels like this was 2 years and you're saying well, and we were all told, we're going to be able to look at is the not the, the non redacted stuff. Yeah. And you're relying on people to re- read this. Yeah. And then reformulate an opinion which we know people can't do. Well, and not only that, not only do we have it redacted, but we know that, like, no matter what it is under the black permanent marker, like, that at the end of it, there's no conclusion. And that, to me, that's the biggest disappointment in this whole thing, especially with obstruction of justice. Because on top of everything we just went through in the last segment, I think there's more of a case for obstruction of justice than there is for do you think collusion. they actually? You think they actually have a? Do you think they actually have a conclusion and they just didn't write it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think that if you, I think, look, I'm biased as fuck. We know where I stand. Trump has made me more liberal, seemingly, throughout the course <laughs> of this fucking show. Um, 
like I, I just want you to listen to reason. I I get it, <laughs> which I know you can. I think if you, s- but if I leave you alone for too long, <laughs> you're, think, gonna, you're gonna fly away. I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's a fair analysis. I'm not gonna not gonna lie. Um, I think though, even without the bias, if you step back, it is hard to at least. It's hard for me in the last segment to look at that and not see some type of conspiracy or at least the intent to conspire. Um, oh, yeah. And, I mean, it it is there. Right. And with this, I think it's even more damning. I think we watched this all happen, the obstruction of justice. Like, most of this shit happened in plain sight. And I think, to me, the most disappointing part of this no conclusion, whether it was written or not, like whether they actually came to a conclusion or not in their brains, um, is it like, I do trust Bob Mueller's judgment. I do like everything that I've ever heard about this dude and every, in every case, I've never even seen a hint of bias out of that guy. And so this to me is disappointing because I know that Bob Mueller knows that he was put there to make a decision, to make a determination and I think that Bob Mueller feels like just based on you think he's under it, a gun, maybe. I don't know. Like, but do we want to go into another conspiracy? Yeah, but who, <laughs> who's gun? Because he was under Trump's gun. If they wanted to fire him, they could have fired him. That's part of the obstruction. They tried to. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't see how he's under a any bigger barrel of a gun. Than like we know, we know what our CIA is capable of. You think the KGB might have had anything going on? Oh, now you're going down. Now you're rabbit hole after rabbit hole. Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't want to do the. I'm afraid to get down into like deep conspiracies here. Um, but I don't know. I just I think that what he did was he he made it pretty fucking clear what happened. At least in my opinion. Um, but then the no charge is what makes it disappointing, or at least no conclusion. I don't even need a charge. Tell me that he obstructed justice well, and you're not going to charge him. Yeah. Boom. Done. I'm still mad. Yeah. A little bit. And it would have got so redacted, were, but yeah. at least there'd be a section that says conclusion. In yeah. the second part of the report, the 12, he lays out, Miller's team lays out 12 episodes in which Trump tried to obstruct, derail, stop, or impede the investigation into him. Yeah. You want to go through them? Yeah. We can. The first one was that Trump asked uh, James Comey for loyalty, which we remember talking about in his testimony. His too. testimony, wrote about it in his book, uh, uh, Higher Loyalty. Mm-hmm. Um, Trump asked Comey. It makes me think of the Steve Winwood song, Higher Love. <laughs> <laughs> Trump asked Comey to drop an investigation into Michael Flynn. Um, which we knew about also from. Well, he said Flynn was a good guy. Right. How about you can see your way, uh, see your way clear to letting him go or letting him off. Right. Um, Trump fired Comey on May third of two thousand seventeen. No, I'm sorry. On May third is when he testified. I believe he was fired on May first. Um, Trump asked intelligence officials to clear him he's really like he's really focused on self-image that is all donald trump is is how am i how oh, yeah how do i look like a but the thing is, is that it, here it's all 
suggestions with the exception of him firing Comey, but somebody's going to replace him, and they're expected to uphold the law. Mm-hmm. So he's it, not, like, literally hiding evidence. He's just making it harder. Right. Which I guess is the exact definition of obstruction of justice. I mean, isn't the same thing about appointing a man like Barr, who you you know know is going to come out there and say that you're above the law and that it couldn't possibly have taken place, and that's what he got. In uh, I guess sorry. the thing is, is that it's not a it's not a hard point. It's more of a hard sell. Mm-hmm. I don't know. In in I know that he tried to limit the Russian investigation in June of 2017. Trump uh, directed his former campaign manager, Corey Lewandowski to ask attorney general, Jeff Sessions to publicly announce that the investigation was very unfair to Trump and said that despite his recusal from, from oversight of it, Sessions should limit the investigation to cover future election interference uh, only sessions ultimately did not get the message. Um, he was actually Corey Lewandowski was asked twice uh, on a couple of different dates, maybe a month apart. I can't remember. Um, it's not in this breakdown of it, but it is in the article or in the report itself. Um, I do remember reading it on June 19th. The president met one on one with Corey Lewandowski um, and dictated that the message be delivered to sessions and yeah, so he essentially asked and, yeah, Jeff Sessions and, to come out after he'd recused himself and limit the scope of the investigation. He also personally asked Jeff Sessions to unrecuse himself from the Russian can, investigation. Now, it's very, it's you, very hard to, can you under- to see the other direction here. It's very hard to. Yeah. Can, can you unrecuse yourself from something? Is that, like, legally, you recuse yourself, you said, hey, I Dev- have a conflict of interest. That it doesn't suddenly go away. Devin Nunes unrecused no, himself, especially after you admit it. And so did the prosecutor. I believe the prosecutor in the Jesse Smollett thing. She recused herself after the decision had been made, and then was continuing to unrecuse. Okay, I guess. I feel I, like if a judge I'm has a any sort of integrity, they would just laugh at you when you said, "I'd like to be unrecused." Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You have to show some damn good cause but, about but you when thinking he re- that you had, you know. But when he recused himself, did he do it legally, or is it just something that? Is it just oh, something? I don't know. Is it like the one. office? Just the I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> I, I guess. I guess in this in this situation, it's probably it, just it wasn't a legal recusation. Right. I think you probably have to send a letter to the ju- to some official saying that I am no longer in. Tr- you know. Start Although, some kind but of chain Devin of command. Nunes, Devin Nunes, uh, after he made his porno letter, he took like it's not that's not figurative that's figuratively porno letter not literal right it's a it's the and, uh, and republican of, porn and this day of scandal that sounds like it could have been a real thing yeah. so i just want to point that out like, fair enough people two, are googling like what is two years ago was such an innocent time um <laughs> yeah but he unrecused himself from anything that had to do with the russian investigation and then continued to be a pain in the ass in Congress to, as far as like trying to block shit, block the Democrats from being able to do shit. So, yeah. um, and then actually leads to the next thing he did, which is he tried to fire Sessions yeah. because he had recused himself and he was pissed about that. In July of 2017, Trump told the White House Chief of Staff Reince Priebus that he needed uh, a letter of resignation from Sessions on his desk immediately, and that Sessions had no choice. Um, Previous stalled and later talked the Trump out of it. 
that, a common theme apparently is that if you just stall and hope he forgets about it is what like I've been reading that the, like the strategy is when Trump uh, uh, suggests something out really out there. But they were also making the argument in the media that because people like Reince Priebus, Reince Priebus didn't follow orders that that stopped him from obstructing justice. How? Isn't that ignorance of the law? Then can't anyone who breaks any law be like, I didn't know you can do that. Yeah. And, uh, like, also, how would you prove, like, yeah, you'd have to go into his head and, oh, yeah, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. You're never going to be able to do that. That's not how other people get no. prosecuted for crimes. It just, I just don't understand that okay. whole, well, he well, stopped him. <clears throat> Let's read the definition of obstruction of justice real quick, just to really hammer home the point. The crime or act of willfully interfering with the process of justice and law, especially by influencing, threatening, harming, or impeding a witness, potential witness, juror, or judicial or legal officer, or by furnishing false information and otherwise impeding an investigation or legal process. So, like, every single thing on that list yeah. is yeah. something that has happened throughout like, the course ex- of this ex- more than once? I, I generally like Ben Shapiro, but explain that shit away. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I just... Mm. I don't know... And you know, because that leads to, like the like the misleading statements, like that leads to the next one, mm-hmm. the next point that he did, which is uh, lying about the Trump Tower meeting. And then you, you notice in the Mueller report, he how many times does Trump say in his take home test, his written response from the Mueller questions, uh, like I do not remember, <clears throat> I do not recall, mm-hmm. uh, I do not have a recollection. And and here's another thing: you don't even have to be guilty of the crime that is being investigated if you obstruct it at all, right? Yeah, that right. is in a, that and, is a crime all of a sudden, and it states that in the first couple of pages of each volume that you don't have to be guilty of like, the original. Crime. He didn't in the in volume two. I know on the first couple of pages it says like he doesn't have to be guilty of collusion to obstruct justice. So then, then again, I don't know how you didn't come to a conclusion. That's so anticlimactic and dissatisfying after two like, years of and at this point you, I don't at, even care. Like if if I like the president or not, this is just a gross disservice to every American. Yeah. Like you're you're saying that this guy is getting away with a crime that you'd go to jail for. Yeah. Oh yeah. With a lot less evidence. They don't. You know. I hate when people say this is circumstantial evidence and that's not admissible. It is admissible, and plenty of people go to jail over yeah. circumstantial evidence when it's overwhelming. We've watched two years of overwhelming evidence that this man is trying to shut this four hundred pages and limit the scope of this yeah. fucking four hundred forty eight pages. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he was clearly trying to, to stop the investigation to limit its scope to, you know, to prevent people from talking. It seemed to be I mean, dangling pardons. You know, he ordered talks of rats on. He ordered Twitter. Bob Mueller to be fired. Don McGahn, his lawyer, said no, not I'm not doing that. Um, Trump threatened his former lawyer. Like we watched him threaten. We watched him threaten how many people? Every single point in the definition of obstruction of justice is hit multiple times over the last like, two and a half. This is years. the whole reason that I n- never in my life would have voted for Hillary. It's because she got away with some crap that I'd go to jail forever for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're watching. He is Hillary Clinton in a different form. Yeah. I don't know. Fatter and more orange. <laughs> yeah. And a lot less good about the corruption, because at least Hillary got to keep it hidden and keep the appearance of a caring politician, even though it was bullshit underneath. With Trump, it's just so obvious from the outset and the way he presents himself that 
I I'm telling know. you, it's because he got away with it for his entire life. Yeah, yeah. Affluence knows no bounds. Do his supporters believe it? Do they believe, like, do they think they're not being lied to? Because oh, I guarantee you there's a giant chunk. Mm. There's a ton know. There's a that's, ton that I know that see through the BS. you need to know. I don't, there's a ton that I know that see through the BS, but there's equal or more that amount that just takes it as gospel. Yeah. I'm no, I'm no longer surprised with how stupid we can be as a collective people. So Russia won, right? <laughs> more or less. At the end of this whole thing, like, Russia won. We're oh, all... if it was an exercise, yeah, they would rate it what? as Hey, a, like I said a in a, a text between the two of us after the election, <laughs> how uh, Putin was going to text Trump and be like, you know I like it when you call me Big Pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it's, but it's kind of like if that was the whole game, if the whole game was get Trump elective and then fuck up the – Fuck up the West, okay. so <laughs> like by by making my, them eat each other alive. That's what we're doing. And now I was talking to Brandon about. Well, this. I mean, like, what was Assange's email that said uh, would be better if Trump won? Mm-hmm. Would cause more disruption. Yeah, and I was asking Brandon Something about this. Along those now, lines. what happens if the precedent is now set that you don't get in trouble for taking uh, hacked emails from a foreign nation? Why won't the Democrats do this? And if Putin Why really wants everybody to, do this, yeah, this is that's the, the new, president. This, this is the, is the new, new muckraking. Um, and it's, we, people have gotten away with it. There's a precedent set. But my thing is, like, if Putin really wants to cause disturbance now that Trump has essentially, you know, immunity from crime and he has this loyal supporter, wouldn't he then try to, like, release damaging stuff to Trump to the Democrats? And wouldn't they take it? Because, like, well, fuck, he didn't get the White House. Though They would figure, like, well, the greater good outweighs the bad. And that's what I'm worried about us getting into in a situation where it just becomes every year, every cycle is or other countries would, being able to influence you us. You would almost think it would. We need another Teddy Roosevelt to go around and beat these people up. The the other scary thing Stop here being an idiot. with this whole fucking, with this egomaniac in the White House is that throughout all of this, that we've been talking about what Russia did and what the campaign's role in it was and what the White House's role in at a point became in it um have we done anything to address the problem have we done anything Dude, like every no. single fucking time it's brought up i think this is a pretty common off i think it's a government. pretty common sentiment too there's a lot of reasons why there's certain people that don't care and it's because they want to get along with russia they don't want to go to war with russia it's like okay yeah but we can do that without being their bitch yeah yeah and i don't think i think that what's this is also setting the bar for that. That's not good. No. Well, someone described- If it all of a sudden becomes status quo that we have to just, like, lick the boot. Well, and someone yeah. much smarter than me, some historian described it as, like, they're witnessing, with the 2016 interference, we're witnessing the uh, the start of the Cold War 2.0. It's oh, the yeah. digital Cold War, but it's the same thing. It's underground tactics. And we did this. There was propaganda on both sides for 40, 40 50 years. And we tried to take them down with I, internal propaganda. The only thing that changed us. between the Cold War and post-Cold War is that Americans and Russians can freely travel to each other's countries. Yeah. I don't want to And be, there's not propaganda on TV. I don't want to be the stereotypical far-left whatever that's going to keep running back to impeachment. But I think that for so many reasons, for outside of the Mueller report, I think that there is plenty of reasons for Trump to not be in the White House. Um, 
But for national security reasons, like, I don't... Trump is not the guy who, especially if, like, if somebody has something on Trump, which I would suspect they do, because I would suspect that that is why they're fighting so hard to not release the taxes. Mm -hmm. They're fighting so hard to keep his business deals um, and, and all his banking information, which Congress has fucking subpoenaed now. And they're gonna get it. Well, like, Deutsche Bank started some, somebody stuff has over something and... on Trump, and then everybody else is bought. Yeah, just like every other politician in this country, they're all bought. They don't care about us. I think that's. I think that's why he needs to go, though. Fuck the fuck, the Russian conspiracy or whatever the fuck. Like, set that aside. If this dude can't fucking be considered competent enough to handle, just like these big moments where adversaries are trying to fucking like, let's say that Russia didn't do anything to help Trump. The fact that they were able to, to hack, not hack in, but to start this like campaign to make us hate each other and divide us up and Mm -hmm. put us on opposite sides. Like we, that's not that hard to see. We have to, fix that and we have a president yeah. right now well, the problem who was doesn't that, want to fucking even address it and that no he's regularly an asshole on twitter every yeah. single day the, that scares well, and, the and shit out of russia me keep pushing us further and further apart russia didn't necessarily start this this has been we've been dev- getting divisive as a country for a while you saw that oh with, it started of our own doing i mean yeah. you, and you saw it with barack obama for eight years of the conspiracy theorists and that he wasn't born here talk Getting more and more popular. Who, you saw it with who made Bush. that popular? Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know exactly when it, it started, Bush but we all noticed it during Obama because well, our pe- age would li- yeah. We I'd, I'd argue that maybe I was just too too young and naive back during Clinton and Bush, but I, saw I didn't during, I didn't see the division. I saw it during Bush. Like I, I, I wasn't noticing it anyway. Bush. I there's and, always been division. I don't think it's ever been. It's hateful now. Like, yeah, we really don't like. And what's sad to me is like, we I don't, mean, you got giant groups of Americans fighting each other on the streets. Yeah, because of political affiliation. Yeah, literally beating the shit out of each you other. You got uh, what is the Proud Boys on the far right mm-hmm. and Antifa, Antifa on the mm-hmm. far left, and both I, stupid names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that. I don't know. I hope that we get away from this. I hope that the cycle comes around at some point. It will. People get bored of it and it'll, I like, think the it'll generations take a while. afterwards won't be interested in it. Well, speaking of getting bored and then the two names that I just mentioned, the two, like, associations, when was the last time you heard a piece of news about them? You, it's been a minute. Yeah. But who? Proud uh, Boys and Antifa. See, oh, you yeah. already forget. Uh, I know. I just heard something about the that gives me a little bit of hope, but it's hard for me not to be a Debbie Downer to say that we're just going to continue this this hateful spiral for like another ten years. The thing that's sad to me though is that like partisanship isn't thought about anymore. Like it's not like it just happens now. It's an inherent existence. Yeah, it's a natural reaction. When I um, I had joked um, with some people that I work with. And said that, like, I might have a little bit of a problem because I now have the Mueller report sitting on my desk at home in four binders with 
you know, all of these, like, with 24-page divider, or, like, tab dividers. Yeah, you organized it pretty well. And, and <laughs> highlighters and colored-coded stickers and all of I this mean, shit. I the, mean, the work that you've done is, like, investigative reporter work. So the response that I got, the without missing a beat, was, man, the Clinton one's probably way more fucking interesting. And it was just like, all right, that's where we're at. And that, to me, in what, that- because it had to do with a, a sex act? Well, in the- No, <laughs> the Hillary Clinton is where oh. they were going. Oh, I got Here, you. Here's yeah. the thing, though. What upset me about that wasn't anything I thought we were about- talk, I thought we were talking about actual like legal processes still. My- Reports that actually exist. What? But what we're talking about is the the level of partisanship that it takes to not even address- I, We weren't talking about politics. I was making- I'm making light of your own situation. Right. Uh, because I might have a problem. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm not getting paid for this. I just have that. Um, but It was the opposite. You paid for it. I did pay for it. computer ink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the wrong. should have just waited. Sit five days after I printed this motherfucker you off, a, the wash post was like, we're going to publish it. <laughs> and it's you still can, on pre-order. I, I've been reading off the internet, but I can't get a copy. Pre-order? Yeah, it's pre-ordered on Amazon. That was one of the... Oh my goodness! One of the yeah. comments they're selling this thing. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The Washington. This Post is going to be a New York Times bestseller. You yeah. know how much I paid for it though? Like I'm sure it's going to be cheaper. Oh yeah, it's like thirteen bucks or something. Something that should be public knowledge. We have to pay for. You don't have. No, to we pay don't for have it. to. It's online. You can. But it's the same thing with the Clinton one. I think it's more for people... prosperity. Is posterity. Well, they want it in hardcover. Someone's going to teach a class, and they're going to. This yeah. is going to be required reading. People though kept making fun of well, me. Well, yeah, it's going to be in law schools. It's going to be in the law books. Yeah. So I mean, well, it's going to have to because it's precedent now. Yeah. And I think honestly, I think most big cases that are that consequential, whether they set a new law or something, I think they usually are published for. Well, Either, and in like, something like this, especially because there is no conclusion, we're probably not going to get anything out of it. It's going to be used in law schools for the, like, you know, why did we not get anything out of this? Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can like, you imagine? At, at what point did the law what fail makes, or where did was it just a lack of evidence? There's going to be a news story of, like, a, a group of law students that are half liberal, half Republican getting into a fist fight over, like, when they're forced to, like, debate this in class. Or yeah. 50 years from now, looking back on America as it is right now and going, wow, a nation of morons. Yeah. And that's what I think I, I'm interested to see what the Mueller report is looked back on in 50 years. If it's like a main um, source in history books of why we know information is because they investigated it so thoroughly and vetted it. How, what is the, how long before the redacted shit goes away for uh Freedom we can of never information. Know. We can never know. Freedom of information. Oh, is there a, uh, an actual set timeline? Yeah, I, I don't know. 50 years? 50 or 60, something like that. Because, like, the JFK stuff is, like, getting released slowly. Up and to include top secret, like, yeah. military yeah. interactions? That's how they know about, like, the uh, Project MK Ultra, I believe. That's how they knew about oh, uh, yeah. the recent, like, government spent so much they, money so searching 50 for years? the UFOs. I it's, think it's 50 years? I There's some time 50. limit, but I think they can get it pushed back for sensitive material. It's different in every case. I know that's how we like, found JFK's out. stuff has but been But if, if it is in 50 years, it might be my exact statement I just made. Everybody's going to yeah. be like a nation of Yeah? It's politically incorrect. Nation of no, nah, you can't even can't even pull that one back. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, we only have one center. I jeffed up.
a country holding its breath to see what happens next in this fast-developing crisis. President Nicolas Maduro defiant, appearing live on state TV, vowing to arrest those who he says are plotting against him. Meanwhile, opposition leader Juan Guaido, nowhere to be seen, though on Twitter calling for more protests tomorrow. We now know four people are dead, hundreds injured, and scores arrested by government forces, including children, as tens of thousands of people have been taken to the streets. What they want is President Nicolas Maduro to step down, and they're backed by America, saying all options are now on the table, including the use of military force. But at the end of a tumultuous week, I have to say, President Nicolas Maduro still looks firmly in power, with no end in sight for the suffering of the Venezuelan people. All right, so let's uh, let's jump into this rest of the week, right? I guess we'll start out with Venezuela since it's like literally on fire at this moment. Um, so this shit's kind of crazy, right? The I guess the we're officially calling this a military coup. Yeah, attempted military coup. I don't know if it was going to happen. Is that, uh, is that there's, what? There's a lot of people that are trying to downplay it, say it's not a military coup. Uh, on Twitter, he was pretty. Uh, explicit about gov or like military rise up with me and retake control. That I think that's the definition of a coup. Well, yeah. I think it's because he doesn't have like, this is, a uniformed standing army. Is this that they're Guido? Trying to downplay it enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had texted you when you had sent us the headline earlier, Frank. My thought was like, okay, well, Guido is gonna either be dead or in jail by the end of the week, um, because when you rise up against a fucking dictator, that's typically what happens. How long did he, I don't know though. How long did he lead Venezuela? Does anybody know offhand? Who? Maduro? Before, yeah, before stepping down and now trying to regain power. Oh, I don't know that part. I'm trying to remember how long he had been in power. Like, I'm you, guilty of being geocentric on that one. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I do, I'm not going to claim to know a lot about Venezuela. 2013. Okay, so yeah, I knew it wasn't very long. So I don't, I, I'm curious if the, Military is that beholden to him for someone who's had such a short, a short reign as their, you know, leader. Now, the know. thing is, is that he did, in a short amount of time, essentially what the Soviets did to Russia, is he made all of his friends rich and everybody else poor. Yeah. I do think it's hilarious that he called for a coup through Twitter. Like, that's oh, the, the right. least Why impressive don't? fucking like, war, this is where war cry right of all now. time. Yeah. Like, like, you didn't go and start shooting up the Capitol, you... Well, like, said on Twitter other, that you were going to do it. So, like, I don't know. I was just thinking, like, other... <laughs> and also, I'm having a taco salad today. <laughs> <laughs> like, Winston Churchill used the fucking radio to deliver speeches that inspired Britain to defeat Hitler. This motherfucker is on Twitter being like, so let's meet up tomorrow and just uh, kill the leader, the president, and uh, install me in power. Yeah, all right. And Limited number of characters. Tacos ha afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Taco Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it literally is Tuesday. Look at that. <laughs> um... Yeah, so the what was interesting to me though, I actually on the Facebook page I shared a video, I think it was Fox's, but I saw two interviews with Pompeo today about this. Um the first one he was on CNN. I caught the end of the interview and it, he was talking to Wolf Blitzer 
And Wolf had asked him, like, so look at the camera right now. What do you what do you want to tell Maduro? And apparently they were there were talks about him potentially getting on a plane. I guess there are Cuban soldiers there that are on his side yeah, right now. Thirty five um, to fifty thousand Cuban soldiers. Yeah. So and or military contractors. So basically the idea is that there are talks of him like leaving Venezuela and going to Cuba and uh, so Pompeo's message was get on the plane to Havana, like, go to which Wolf Blitzer said, so you're going to, so if he leaves, you will let him like, you'll let him go to Havana and get out as, More long, or less as, asking as, as that, long as he you leaves. Know, a cruise missile is not going to take the plane out. Right. And Pompeo would not answer the question and was like, he knows our, He's like, I'm not going to get into it, but he knows our expectations. And Wolf Blitzer <laughs> was like, so, but he's going to have a, he'll have a safe trip to Havana. He's like, look, Wolf, I'm not going to get into it. An hour later, Pompeo was talking to Brit Hume on Fox News. And <laughs> Brit Hume was like, so if he leaves, he'll have a safe flight to, or he'll, you know, they'll have a safe trip to, and he was like, look, I'm not going to get it into it. This is our but... single, single spot of bipartisanship. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, asking whether or not a dictator lives. Was, he knows my expectations? He said he, he knows my expectations, and to which literally Brit Hume said, "Are is living part of that? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> like I'm not going to get into it. It's like, what the fuck, man? Will, is the expectation that he will keep breathing? That's what yeah, we're about. that's... And and so where do we fall on that? Somebody was at the edge of their seat in their living room holding a beer, getting ready to cheer like their sports team just winning a championship. Like, I know, <laughs> look, I know that dictators are bad guys. Is that the right way to handle that? Is that the morally just American way of handling that? I mean, if they're trying to overthrow Historically you, speaking? And, I mean, coup, <laughs> I mean coup, coups traditionally involve killing the person that's currently in charge so you can take over. So, I mean, they're kind of threatening his life. Or ending in exile. Yeah. I you kill mean, a lot of people in exile, the man guy. Yeah, but for yeah. Pompeo, you, you the here's Napoleon. the thing. I get that's it. True. I, yeah. <laughs> he came I, back from exile like twice, though, so that's not a great precedent. Look, I get it if it's if it happens, like, on Venezuelan terms. But for Pompeo to not be answering the question, to me, insinuates that America might step in here and make the final call. Like, well, is that the right thing to do? As as much as this is Americans pushing for a change in a foreign country, I still think it would be significantly better for the, the citizens of Venezuela to be under somebody new that's not Agreed. getting fat on sandwiches yeah. during a I live just, speech while they're starving in the audience. I just think, like, so has, how, is Maduro, Rubens. has Maduro, <laughs> is Maduro, like, a bad, like, Gaddafi-style, like, has he killed a bunch of citizens? I don't think, he's, I don't think you can compare him to Gaddafi or someone like that. He's, he's more like he's Stalin without corrupt. the gulags. Okay, so, uh, yeah, question, corrupt. do we, is he somebody that, to get the outcome that we want, which is Guaido or a new president, do we make the offer? Is it right to make the offer to let him live? Like, here, go get we, out of here. We talk about doing the right thing morally as far as foreign aid goes and, you know, the United Nations stepping in to remove bad people from power so that way the rest of the citizens, the common folk, can live a better life. Right. Like, we we did this, in, or we attempted to do it in Somalia. 
done it in several other places over the course of history. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I just, I think that if they were to exile him, if they were to just, like, let him go to Cuba, which I don't even know if he wants to, I mean, he's trying to stay in. Re- well, no, he was. He wanted to go now? He said he was going to go, and the Russians talked him out of it. See, no, that's the thing, though. I think if he went, I don't think that he's that much of a danger that you get to worry about him amassing an army and coming back. Yeah, I don't think he's that charismatic. I think he made a lot of his Even friends if, rich and, he, you know, made himself rich, but I don't think that's he's what that I'm much of a danger to anybody. Is this guy somebody? Your average citizen has to walk into a store with a wheelbarrow full of money to buy a loaf of bread. Yeah, I mean, I'm perfectly okay with arresting him and, you know, if the U.N. had some kind of, you know, body that could trial him, you know, yeah, give they, him a trial and, and... In a perfect world, we would have that. Yeah, but, but we don't United really Nation have... The United Nations isn't even a definite thing We nowadays. don't have a way to really hold world leaders accountable, like with the Mueller report we were talking about, and it kind of sucks because we either end up killing them or sending them to exile, and neither one's a really good... Like, yeah, it's we don't not cooperate justice. very well. Yeah. Just a, I, a human problem. Do you we really, don't cooperate I don't, very well. Do you, I don't see the... Do you see the United States getting involved in a, um assassin uh way? Yeah, I could. Really? I could. I don't know. Historically if I, speaking, I, historically speaking, I just yeah. I don't know if I do, but but as soon as you say it, I think to like the whole Middle East. Wait, as soon <laughs> like, as you say the words "American kill people," you're like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we went and got Osama in his bed while he was sleeping, and then dumped his body over the edge of a, a cruise ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can uh, see it. Like if somebody makes us mad enough, not even if somebody, we shoot up movie theaters. Like we. That's not a military intervention. <laughs> Fair enough. Although it would be cool. It's not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he, I think he was talking about Inglorious Bastards when they shoot up that movie theater. That there movie we, theater. Yeah. You mean the fake thing that never history. happened? History. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> didn't happen. That's where I got my history from. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. <laughs> Our world would be. So I thought he was a crazy. philosopher. What? <laughs> All right. So what else do we have? Uh, that's happened in the in the past couple of weeks. I don't know. I thought you had stuff. No, I don't have things. I mean, I do actually. Who wanted to do the rest of the week? I have some goofy shit. Let's let's do some of these small stories that I have. Uh, something less humanitarian crisis than Venezuela. Yeah, something hopefully. less less uh, depressing than everything we've talked about so far on this episode. Food processing plant employee. Did you hear this story? No, but... Killed in a meat grinder. Oh, God. That's got to be the worst way to go. I know that I sound like I'm happy. I'm I, not happy. I currently work in a food processing plant. <laughs> I'm just really... <laughs> not something John Updike with needs a meat grinder. John but... Updike needs to write another book. I am not happy. I am happy that I'm not talking about politics anymore. Yeah, Standing talking on... about a man getting chomped up by a... Uh, Jill. I, I guarantee it's not the first time that's ever happened. Was it a man named Jill? Yes. Oh, that's even... That's doubly sad. <laughs> This is horrible to be laughing about this. Uh, This girl was standing on the stairs next to an industrial-sized meat grinder while working at Economy Locker Storage Co. uh, in Pensdale when um, she tragically either fell or was drawn into the machine, resulting in her death. They didn't actually notice it until like a few minutes later when the machine started making like weird noise. Oh, geez. And then it took like... What do they make there? I don't know, but I would like bet it's contaminated. Well, yeah. <laughs> Hot dogs. Oh, no. We're, we're making this story so bad. Oh, I love it. I mean, we're, if it's hot dogs, we're talking about the mechanical separation of meat. 
essentially at the end of that I process, it would taste like a hot dog. Heard <laughs> <laughs> it always tastes like chicken. But I'm not desensitized. I swear. All right. Weddings. How you feel about them? I'm against them. Well, I got one in September. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I was getting it. I just wanted to make sure we were on. I'm all right. Common common knowledge. Um, here's a story for you. An anonymous woman has gone viral for emailing a lengthy set of rules to the bride slash bridal party and group of friends before an upcoming bachelorette party in Las Vegas. The woman, who was given the pseudonym Taylor, allegedly emailed the 17-person group, including the bride, with a six-point list detailing what the women were not allowed to do during the nearly week-long stay in Vegas. Just a friend who got invited to the wedding. What? Yes. Um... Sounds like she's uninvited. Bing in no, hold on. <laughs> and the this this story's great. She wasn't even initially invited. We'll get into it in a second. The email which starts Maybe off this is why. with Taylor claiming to be really excited for our upcoming trip to Vegas, which is how I talk when I'm doing quotes. Grown eye roll. <laughs> uh quickly turns into a firm set of rules. I know Vegas is known as the as Sin City, but despite this, I still have to uphold the moral code of our father inscribed in my heart, Taylor wrote. According to the post, which was shared to Facebook in a wedding shaming group by one of the bridesmaids before being screenshot and posted on Twitter, Taylor was not originally invited to the wedding or bachelorette party, but the bride eventually extended an invitation because Taylor became upset at being excluded. Man. Yeah. The first, the first of six ground rules consists of Taylor telling the women that she said... Why didn't they give her the pseudonym Karen? They should have, right? <laughs> this is the bitch that's still on that parking lot fighting for that guy. <laughs> you move. No, you move. Um, the, the first of six ground rules consists of Taylor telling the women that she set up a church service for Sunday at 7.15 a.m. for all to attend. I think it'll be a nice is way to... Is there a legit church in Vegas? Uh, I don't know. Oh, that, I hope not. I hope I that she set it up just... and it's just Elvis. Like, <laughs> straight up. Or, like, it, it could even be better. Back to the Elvis, future, it's just Elvis Doc. giving the sermon. It's just going to be people who just lost their homes and pensions from gambling <laughs> yeah. addictions and are at their lowest point. Like the, uh. Uh, um, we all know there's no real residents of Vegas. I think it'll be a nice way to cleanse us of our sins from that week, she writes, before going on to Rule 2, which bans all hard liquor. This is going to be a fun Vegas trip. What sense? I don't want to be tempted by these foul drinks. I'm not sure how I'll react to rum or tequila or vodka, and I'd like to test these in more controlled environments. Please, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> please stick to light beers and red wine. Is she a Christian or a scientist? Uh, she's something else. How old is this fucking woman? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we get into it in a minute. Taylor continues with rule three, which says there will be no premarital sex taking place in the hotel rooms and that men are not allowed to be invited back to the suite. I don't want to be robbed. Fucking men. And they're robbing. <laughs> we, we, all know, we all know the oldest <laughs> trick in Vegas is for a man to seduce a woman and then rob a revolver. <laughs> yes. Um, the woman asks each of a, each of the party members to send her $50 so she can buy groceries for the hotel room, which none of the bridesmaids seem to have asked her to do. This is this is a really hard sell. Yeah. Like, you would quickly get the invitation rescinded. Yeah. Before the final rule, which tells the women absolutely under no circumstances, no drugs. 
redacted. Please leave your Adderall at home. I understand you have a medical condition, but as we will not be studying, there's no need for you to take your methamphetamines. Those, usually if somebody's prescribed Adderall, it's just so that they can function on a Just like, <laughs> I hope this is fake because the balls of this person, like, this is ridiculous. Um, update, there was no update on how the it's Las quite, Vegas quite trip went. Quite possibly a sociopath. Yeah. So like, no care for anybody else's opinion. Weddings are stressful, but hopefully not that stressful. <laughs> that is goddamn ridiculous. Um, Hollywood is currently adapting that into a feature film right now. Yeah, I'm sure it's the opposite of The Hangover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's rough. Um, did you hear about the Detroit cop who showed up to um, to class? I believe to either teach a class or to participate in a class for police officers. And he failed a breathalyzer breathalyzer test that he was doing in the class for the class. Drink. I just punched the mic. Man. That's rough. You have to drink a lot to forget that you've drinking at anything, you know? No, you have to, you have to drink a lot to forget that you're a cop on your way to cop class. I mean, it (laughs) sounds like he's a a pretty regular drinker to forget about it. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. You just drink so much. It's a normal thing. That's good on you. He's on paid no, I just, I just had he's, my morning shot. He's on what, what's paid administrative leave. I, I hope his reaction was more of the like, "Oh, you got me!" Ha ha ha. You guys mean that you don't wake up to a, a dropping a beer and an egg, <laughs> an egg and a beer? <laughs> Ugh, uh, sounds horrible. Yeah. Oh, it's a thing. Doesn't Rocky, People do it. <laughs> doesn't Rocky do that in the first Rocky movie? I think he just drops eggs into. A, a glass of water. That's not, that's not good Every time it. you say drop eggs, I think poop. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't Is know that why. Is you teaching your kids to say? Yes. Drop an egg. Drop an egg. Easter was very messy in their house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but the Easter egg hunt was fun for all of the cousins. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's fine. We'll end it on poop egg. I'm good with that. So, um... That's what I do when I forget where I'm at in the show. You can uh, check us out biweekly-ish on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all of all of the normal stuff that I've been saying for two years. Um, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at TDAP2017. And yeah, check out those. Check out the the show notes this time because those articles are actually decent reads. Um, they're actually pretty long too. We picked we picked and chose what we what we took from those but i think that was more or less for our conversation but i do think that they're worth a read they are long but they are significantly less long as the report can we put the pdf yeah. in the the full Mueller report the full yeah, Mueller report we can link that i'll put it in there too it won't be highlighted like mine people ask me why i didn't just read it on the internet and because when i highlight my computer screen not the same sentence like the same sentences don't always stay highlighted and that's extremely confusing so, um, anyway, on that note, here it is, your alternative fact of the week. Thanks. I want you to uh, speak directly to Maduro right now. What is your message to him at this very, very sensitive, potentially explosive moment? Fire up the plane. And if he doesn't? The, the cost for he and those who protect him will continue to increase. And unfortunately, I'm not sure he cares as much about this as I, I would hope and pray that he does the destruction that he will do to the very people he pretends to care about. The harm that he will bring to them will only increase. We implore him 
Uh, it's time for him to leave. It's time for him to depart Venezuela. And we'd urge him to do this at the earliest possible moment. And if he gets on that plane, the U.S. will ensure that he can fly safely to Havana? Uh, Mr. Maduro understands what will happen if he gets on that airplane. He, 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 he knows our expectations. What does that mean? Uh, he knows our expectations, Wolf. But he will be able to fly uh, safely to Havana, is that right? Wolf, he knows our expectations. Yeah, this is for a play I'm writing. Um, the character of comes over and says, I think on I'm gonna Okay. Good story. Talk to me. Like, what do you want me to do with this information? I'm not gonna write it on my fucking calendar. Alright, call It's I need to make need sure to I remember. Put that in my Rolodex. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, man. Mm -hmm.